Hello and welcome to episode 194 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Man, 200 is incoming. It really is, isn't it? <laughs> Every week I'm surprised when you tell you the number. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, we need to think of something. <laughs> I know, it's just like, oh my God, we're even closer and we don't have anything planned. <laughs> um but yeah that's just the way as it is on this show um but uh yeah we are back with another movie to talk about this week um the platform which uh you may have already checked out because it arrived on netflix what about a few weeks ago now maybe about a month ago um so yeah a lot of you guys will have already seen this one um and yeah after that discussion as well later on um i did in fact watch a trailer that we kind of discussed (laughs) on the podcast so um for the people that know, they know. And if you don't know, then we'll explain it later why it's important and a big deal. But it, you've got that to look forward to where we're going to be discussing. Are you telling me my, my Basket Case 3 review is going to have to wait? <laughs> yeah, we'll see what we are like for time. But Because uh, <laughs> I know you really want to talk about that movie. But uh, no, I did watch the trailer for A Quiet Place 2 after all these months. Like, when did it come out? It was like start of the year, wasn't it? It's got to be, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it? And yeah, like missing it, all those times in the cinema, and uh, yeah, desperate times, desperate measures. So, I mean, why do you why do you tease that now? Because now I want to talk about that more than I want to talk about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we'll get to that at the end, because like, especially because if we want to talk about you know the ins and outs of it, in case yeah. anyone's crazy like me who has who's tried to avoid it, uh, mm-hmm. you can continue to do so. so. Yeah, we'll talk about all that good stuff. Um, and yeah. We're going to get into the news shortly. Before we get into that, actually, I um, just want to throw it out there as a sort of um, announcement to our listeners. Um, we are looking for anyone who's kind of into graphic design, um, any of our listeners, if you're into that sort of thing, because we've had the sort of same artwork um, for the podcast since day one. Um, and obviously coming up to episode 200 now, um, it'd be really nice to sort of freshen things up a little bit. Um so yeah we just wanted to put it out there to the listeners if you're into that sort of thing and you want to support the show um definitely hit us up on twitter at shb pod um dm us or if you want to send us a longer email if you don't have twitter uh it's at uh super horror bros bod- uh, podcast at gmail.com um and yeah we're open to all any ideas definitely. suggestions <laughs> definitely you know the big the big episode coming up and um we keep talking about it kind of the possibility of merch maybe and kind of like if we want to do something like that we need to kind of get a logo set and in place and this is mm. something that we've had from day one and yeah. uh you know 200 shows in it feels like time for a little bit of a refresh yeah for sure um so yeah definitely let us know about that one um but yeah into the news um there's actually Mm. a couple of interesting ones here um kicking things off with um a kind of sequel announcement um coming from the hollywood reporter um is that we are getting a sequel to scary stories to tell in the dark um so obviously came out last year um done pretty well as well i think it made over 100 million um which is pretty decent um And yeah, we kind of talked about it at the time, really, like what would be this going forward? Because they talked a lot about it at the time, about how this is, you know, the source material has literally hundreds of stories for them to pull mm. from um, and kind of with Del Toro attached to it. It seemed like they all, the people involved wanted to make more of this. Yeah. And um, it was just whether or not they were going to. And obviously it wasn't like this huge sweeping success at the box office, but it clearly made enough money to warrant a sequel um it's a very interesting one though because obviously the movie itself was was kind of this cohesive um kind of entwinement of an anthology story Mm. it wasn't this conventional you know uh vhs for example where it was just these three or four segments that were not kind of intertwined this was very much a package deal so 
what does a sequel to this look like? Does it continue the story from the first film or does it just give us a completely different package or does it go down the more traditional kind of VHS route of just segments and kind of give us more of these stories that have been told? Yeah, it's interesting because they almost backdoored it, like the anthology part in there, really, didn't mm. they? Where, like you say, it wasn't a traditional anthology because it was just has a set of characters telling a story, and there was a clear like start, middle, and end. You know, like every mm. film, it, it wasn't like has these weird things that aren't connected. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do in that. Form. I wonder what the fear is over anthology movies because Goosebumps and Scary Stories have both gone the non-traditional mm. route at this point, and kind of. Both of those, I would be absolutely loving the idea of just a traditional anthology story. Um, obviously, so we're hard, much more it? invested in a Goosebumps, but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess the problem is, is how do you brand? Like, I don't know how you brand a sequel to Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark without the Scarecrow. Mm. Um, you know, without that in the imagery for the second movie, for people that don't know the books, um, I just don't know how you do it, like how you get people interested. So then at that point, you know, what do you do with that story unless there is a sequel to it in the book world? Who knows? Not yeah. us. But yeah, it's, you know, it's a weird one. Um, mm. But but yeah, I, I'd, you know, I enjoyed that movie for what it was. Um, yeah. They've got to make a decision, though, I think for the sequel. Do they go the kids horror movie route or do they go more adult because the the first movie towed the line between the two and therefore was unsuccessful as either, yeah. in, in my opinion. So it kind of it needs to go one way or the other for me and I'm happy either way. Yeah, definitely. I, I like I'm glad to, to see this announcement and it's cool to see that yeah, it seems like everyone's returning. Kinda of Andre Ovridal is returning to direct. Um Del Toro, who I think was just a producer of the last one, is apparently returning to write the screen story. Um whatever that screen means, because story. there's also two other people attached to write the script. Um so maybe that's just a general outline or kind of what books they'll choose to pull from. Um but yeah. He's just gonna draw, draw a couple of doodles in here. Yeah exactly and be like well, give me my check when it's over <laughs> um but uh yeah no I, de- I definitely think it's an interesting one for sure um this next one i i read this a couple of times and i was like this just the news makes no sense in 2020 um it's a weird year and we're getting weird announcements like this where it seems like hellraiser just can't stay out, out of the news recently <sighs> um <laughs> Because it just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Like I think it was literally last week when we yeah, talked it was. about it. Yeah, I'm pretty like, sure. Yeah, the new the Hellraiser movie that's coming. Well, uh, how about a TV show as well? <laughs> because um, Deadline are reporting that HBO, of all people, have made a deal to develop a series based upon the franchise known as Hellraiser. It, it was the only thing that, like got me a little bit like okay when i saw the saw the saw the hbo letters there um mm. because other than that i want nothing of this like i mean i don't know i don't know what i want like mm. i mean ultimately i think we discussed it when we had the movie discussion ultimately i want a good hellraiser movie i haven't had one for so long but i don't know what that looks like anymore so yeah. you know just give me good hellraiser yeah, so the, some of the names attached to this as well was interesting because um, David Gordon Green um, is apparently set to direct the pilot and some other episodes of the show. Mm. Um, of course, the director of the recent Halloween movie. And um, Michael Doherty um, is, I believe, uh, going to be one of the writers. Um, so he's the name behind Krampus and Trick or Treat. Um, I think he's got the Godzilla movie either coming out or did come out. I, can't, I can never keep track of the Godzilla movies. Who knows? Um, 
But, uh, yeah, there's like some pretty interesting and like big names attached to this as well, which I just mm. find bizarre. Um, Do you, has it been kind of um, discussed? Like, was is the Hellraiser movie still happening, or yeah, is it the, the, a separate the, thing? Right. So these are two. So that we've got we've gone child's play um, with this. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which again, who knows what that means and whether any of these like projects are going to go ahead? But yeah, the other. I mean, project... it does. It does answer the que- like. It does kind of pose the question. Um, what is the Hellraiser IP and what does it mean? Like, because obviously we know about like child's play and how it was all to do with the name and the imagery of the first movie and kind of, you know, how Don has the rights and, and how the fact that kind of these sequels have all got these weird names, not child's play. Mm. And kind of, I wonder what Hellraiser means. Like, because it can't be the same person that owns the IP that's doing both. Like, I just wonder if there's some <laughs> sort of weird fragmented thing at this point where like one of them could have, pinhead and the other one has to have the the kind of um you know the the more human story side of it and like who the, who the hell knows man like it's just a mess in it these things yeah it's just like uh, it's such a weird news story to even wrap your head around i feel like we're getting a lot of these recently where it's not even like similar with the um uh, the fede alvarez news as well where it's like mm. we just get news stories that clearly contradict one another and they just become really confusing as a fan to be like what yeah. what am i supposed to even look forward to like if i'm a hellraiser fan what 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 is the project that I'm supposed to be looking forward to right now? Because it's very bizarre. Um, but yeah, the the film project was one the one we talked about, which is apparently being made by David Bruckner, um, who mm. we have seen some of his movies, which I really enjoy. And then of course this one being made by the other David, David Gordon Green, who yeah I did not enjoy his Halloween, um, even though a lot of people did, um, and it made a shit ton of money. So I'm not surprised they wanted to get him on board with this. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a weird one. Like. I, it's weird that like Hellraiser is something that he's been around for so long from that original movie and yeah, has stayed popular for, for pretty much consistently mm. the entire time, even though he's been treated like absolute garbage and just these like <laughs> straight to DVD nonsense for, for literally, for literally decades. Yeah. And it's weird that now out of nowhere in like the last month, he's seen like the most popularity he's ever seen. Pinhead it's like, why are HBO kind of... interested all of a sudden? <laughs> Pinhead makes Freddy look kind of unpimped out. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, Freddy's Freddy was like the most pimped out guy in the world. Like he was appearing in rap videos, and you could get like I don't know, mm. like Christmas decorations and you know whatever. And um, you know, suddenly now it just looks like well, you know, Pinhead is just all over the place right now. Like, it's just bizarre to me where this thing that was clearly laid dormant for so long that clearly so many people didn't see any kind of financial value in, suddenly they're bringing it back to the big screen for the first time since the original movie, and now also HBO, one of the biggest, like, companies in the world in producing television, want to get involved in the action as well, like... Yeah, you're right, I don't buy either of them, they're both bullshit, (laughs) neither neither of these are happening. (laughs) Definitely not this one, I think this one is, like, not a chance happening. Um, But yeah, we shall see because yeah like hbo i feel like they're going to be the new one of just like with the last of us and all this stuff they're just mm. going to like they're just going to be attached to literally everything <laughs> yeah. um and yeah next up another tv show announcement or kind of mm. uh, apparently that's coming which is not attached to hbo um but yeah it's interesting because you mentioned goosebumps earlier on and uh apparently a deadline are reporting that we are getting a new 
TV show of the Goosebumps. Um, so of course, kind of that was what was massive for so long. Um, mm. Definitely what me and you were huge fans of growing up. Um, and kind of yeah, based upon the book series, there was this original uh, film. Uh, sorry, a TV uh, series. Um, yeah. I can't remember what channel it was on in the in the US. <sighs> it was um, on yeah, because we had it Nickelodeon, didn't we? Yeah, but um, it was. Um, that show was way darker than I, I'm pretty sure whoever like put it on kids TV did not realize how dark that show was Yeah, because I still watch it now. Like cause it's on there's it's weird how it's on Netflix, like, yeah, uh, like the UK Netflix each day you, you go in, there could be a different <laughs> episode on there. I, I yeah. kid you not. It's like, Oh, it starts at season two, episode six right now. I'm like, okay, sure. Like there's yeah. just part one of one story. like it's 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 a real mess but like um that show was incredible um i I don't know like how much goosebumps has been written in like the last decade Mm. do you know what i mean because kind of our love and knowledge of is of that kind of core kind of original kind of 60 what was it 62 or something was the original run and then kind of the 2000 stuff that they did and then we stopped being kind of kids at that point um and like yeah i wonder if it is still going and whether it will be focused on the newer stuff kind of obviously like the 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 jack black kind of movies were focused on the stuff that we knew so it makes Mm. me think that that must be what it is yeah well Um, so this is from the production company who made those two recent movies as well Um, right okay so they're kind of attached to it um in a kind of production aspect and it seems like because they have the kind of rights to make live action goosebump stuff and uh It's yeah, I don't think it's it just says with Sony Pictures Television, so I'm not really sure what channel this is on in any capacity. No. Um I'm so down for that though. I hope yeah. I hope it's like the original T V show. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent with you where um I, I love Goosebumps and it's weird that we are talking about with scary stories as well, because that was like what what we were told that scary stories was for a lot of people. Goosebumps was that to us. Um yeah. the both the books and the T V show was was massive growing up for us. And and I think it was exactly what you said about how scary stories missed the mark. I think Goosebumps was absolutely perfect, obviously when we mm. were that age. Like I think yeah. it was really scary at times for a child to watch, but also mm. it was good for children as well. Um so yeah like i definitely think there's a place for this for sure um what do you want to see them do an episode of first thought the Mon- first monster one. blood for you is it yeah monster bloods like i just love that it's so great there's so yeah. many like really awesome ones and so much iconic stuff but yeah that would be the one i think i'm down for like it came from beneath the sink or yeah. like my hairiest adventure or something like that one of, one yeah. of the one of the real kind of silly ones I love the haunted mask as well because that was oh, one of my favorite. Yeah, the TV, of the TV adaptation of that was yeah. awesome as well. Yeah, yeah, oh. it's it's really good. Like we need to just uh, start a spin-off show talking about Goosebumps, really. <laughs> yeah, one of my biggest regrets is getting rid of that book collection, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's so awesome. I really want to sure I just like gave that away. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But, um, stupid like, young me like, like you said it's annoying because it, it isn't really on anything just all on demand like ready to watch in the uk at least to my knowledge um yeah it's very hard to find to the, like i yeah. said there's a very limited amount on netflix and so that makes no sense and then yeah, yeah. i couldn't find it anywhere else 
No, which is a shame. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this one if if and oh, when it too. does arrive. Hopefully, we'll have more information about this because I want to know about like channels and stuff. Um, and yeah, finally on the news, this is a weird one. You have to bear with us on this one because it's not about a specifically horror film, but it's something that we've talked a lot about on the show regarding cinema releases changing to kind of on-demand streaming and what that looks like financially. Um, because we discussed a lot about how like we just never really get to see those numbers. Um, but what was interesting here was that obviously the main kind one that's happened so far is trolls world tour which was going to be this kind of big mm. summer oh not summer release but kind of like just before all the um pandemic stuff happened and um they said at the time straight away like we're sticking with our release date and it's going to be like cinema and streaming day and day and of course that just didn't happen because the cinemas pretty much aren't open in the world right now um so they did what the hunt and invisible man did um which was the 48 hour rental price of 20 dollars um so the kind of premium um you know video on demand service um which is obviously a lot just 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 yeah just to rent it um but yeah like i don't know exactly what these numbers are but it is being reported that they apparently um they've been estimated to have made 95 million in the first 19 days um so that's based upon i think it was five million rentals um but uh, yeah, but and the other interesting thing is they get more of a share of that because obviously they're not having to split the revenue with like cinema chains. Mm. Um, so it's estimated. Yeah, that they'll that's, get 80, that's the big thing. Yeah, it's estimated that they'll get 80% of that as opposed to around a 50 or 60% split that they would traditionally get. Um, so yeah, like it's not something insane. I mean, we're talking about it's only 19 days. It is this testbed thing. Um but yeah, but like it's, I, I just think it's an interesting number to look at because it's mm. a big number. <laughs> you know, like there's a lot of movies that, you know, we just talked about scary stories. Like it made a hundred million in the cinema. Um, and this movie has already pretty much made that in 19 days, only streaming, um, yeah, which crazy. again, like it's not, you can't compare the two because obviously it's a much bigger brand. But I do think that's interesting because yeah, like people, a lot of people turn their nose up at that price because it is a lot. And, and maybe that isn't going to be the price for every movie going forward. But I think it's such an interesting first test bet because I think Universal are going to look at this and be like, that's $95 million that we just, you know, yeah. think about people like, um, you know, James Bond and A Quiet Place 2 and all these companies that had literally started their marketing. Apparently, James Bond had already spent $40 million on marketing before they pulled it. Um, I bet they're looking at this going, man, we'd, we'd take $100 million right now. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what well, I mean? that's the thing, because you think, you know, what, what are you going to lose on the cinema revenue is mm. the question for, like, some of these bigger things. You know, will, will you, would you still be able to get a cinema revenue or do you do you sacrifice that? You know, something like a James Bond or for us, like I say, we harp about it all the time, but like Quiet Place, mm. like literally if they were to drop Quiet Place on demand, you'd get all of us, the hardcore people watching it, possibly double dip in. And then the people that just that was too high a premium when things open back up, they're still going to want to see it. Yeah, and maybe still get a cinema run if the if the Blu-ray and DVD is pushed way back into the future. Yeah, you know, and you can almost get like that three-hit thing at that point. But who knows, man? Yeah, I just think this is all fascinating because I do think that coming out of this, maybe in like a year's time when we'll look back on all this stuff, like it will change the way we look at so many of these different things. Like, mm. will the window between theatrical and then streaming be a lot shorter? Because I think that's something that they seriously need to look at. Um, you know, the cost of all this stuff is going to be really fascinating. Like you say, I think $20, especially with, um, you know, Invisible Man and The Hunt, which we obviously covered, we were able to see at the cinema. Like, they were weird cases because they got their theatrical runs in. I mean, 
the hunt not as much that kind of got screwed over mm. um but the invisible man like came out did really well and they also got to jump on this as well um but yeah it's more interesting to see these other kind of movies going forward when you think about the i think about the lion's gate stuff which they obviously pulled yeah. they had spiral run and antebellum like I just think they're sitting on these movies that are done right now. And there's so many people that want to buy, buy these movies right now. Like I'm just, I'm curious why they wouldn't just pick one of those free and try something like this. Um, because it's not going to be the end of the world if it doesn't make money. Like it's just, I don't know. It's, it's weird that, that everyone's going to be waiting. For yeah. The I just wonder, you know, can you get that cinema double dip? Can you, can you yeah. release it in the cinema? If you do this, you know, mm-hmm. stuff, stuff like these movies, they're all pretty much things that have, that, that had a failed um cinema run and then yeah. we're like well when when this is all said and done we can't go in the cinema again we ought to get something like strike while the iron's still a little bit hot yeah where whereas yeah kind of this is a different scenario where it is like oh are we going to miss out on that revenue to get some quicker revenue yeah that's why this is such an interesting case because this is the first movie that had a theatrical release that has since only released on streaming and they've kind of said like they want to put it in cinemas whenever they open but i mean who knows mm. like it's because the thing is, there's going to be so many movies that want that space. You look at something like Tenet, which is coming out in July, the next big Christopher Nolan movie. They've not pulled that because they're hoping that like they're going to be the one. You know, like oh maybe Mate, we all we all know Avengers is just going to reopen when the <laughs> well, that's the thing. They're already they're already talking about it because obviously it was, the, it was the one year anniversary of Endgame recently, yeah. so they've been reminiscing about it and saying like, hey guys, wouldn't it be nice if when all this is over, we can all just re- relive the glory days and watch it again? So like, of course. And like again, these cinemas, there's only a certain amount of seats in them and they're and they're going to want to put on the the movies that are going to make them the most money Mm. um so stuff like horror movies which are you know traditionally slighted in all cases they are going to be struggling for seats like if lionsgate go oh oh, remember you made us a deal and you said you was going to give us x amount of seats for spiral they're going to be like sorry we're we're just going to be showing avengers all day um so yeah (laughs) i i think this stuff is absolutely fascinating this is just another this this to me is like another step on this ongoing craziness regarding like cinema releases and streaming which i just find fascinating yeah Um, but yeah it's a a weird one to end on but there's some interesting news this week um Mm. but yeah should we talk about this week's film let's do it let's talk about the platform So yeah, like we said at the start of the show, um, obviously this one was like a sort of Netflix original, um, mm-hmm. which I don't think we've covered for a little while. Was there one this year? I can't even remember. It's been a while, um, hasn't it? Yeah, because we did see, I remember we saw that Stephen King one last year that we were looking forward to, that, which mm. was disappointing. That was in, in the tall grass. Um, but yeah, other than that, like there's there's so much that comes out, but obviously traditionally we kind of watch other stuff. Um but yeah, there isn't really much to watch at the minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing. Uh, well, Bloodlines was on Netflix, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought there was one recently. Yeah, yeah. Bloodlines. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's not. We haven't been dipping into Netflix too much recently. No, and this one was weird because this is again. It's always weird to me when, um, as someone who kind of keeps track of the movies that are coming out and this and that, like this was again a movie that just kind of came out of nowhere. Mm. Um, I first heard about it when I saw it on Netflix, and yeah, it was, all over the homepage. Yeah, like we discussed that a lot with these movies that kind of they drop on there, like and they just fly off the face of the earth. And you know, if you're not one of the free things that Netflix wants you to watch, as we've said time and time again, you mm. just don't get promoted. But apparently, this was one of the 
the free things that Netflix wanted you to watch because they did promote the hell out of this. Um, yeah. And it's fascinating because not only is it a horror movie, it's a subtitled horror movie as well. Um, so and it's a weird concept. Yeah. Like it's a super weird, like unflashy movie. And it's, it's not one that I think Netflix would traditionally push, but I do respect it because it's very, very different for them. Mm. Um, so yeah. What, what is this movie about? I guess if people haven't heard of it. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that is the crazy thing, because it's, like you say, this is such a weird concept. Mm. Um, and, yeah, basically the platform, it's, um, from the initial offset, it kind of seems like it's it's almost like a prison. Um, our yeah, kind like a of vertical lead, prison. Yeah, a vertical prison. Our kind of um, main character, who has an odd name that I can't remember. Yeah, I was remembering the names last <laughs> week, but I, I don't, I'm going to struggle this week. Yeah, Goring. Goring, sure. We call him. We'll call him Goring. Um, so <laughs> Goring. Gore. Yeah, we'll call him Gore. Um, yeah, he wakes up and finds himself in this kind of uh, prison-like kind of room um, with a um, with a with a prison with a kind of prison mate with him and. Mm-hmm kind of he's a little unsure of his surroundings and he wakes up and the room is very plain but it has a big um hall in the middle of the room and when he dis- when he looks he discovers that yeah this is a very vertical prison where there are people above him and people below him and um each one of them has a, a hall that kind of shows all the way up and all the way down and he looks and his- is he on like level 42 or something Something around um, that, yeah. I think it's like the 40s. And basically, yeah, each level, each room has like the level number on it. And um, his kind of roommate is basically our guide to what is going on. And he basically unravels what the hell is going on. Um, yeah, he's been there for this, like many months at this point. Yeah, this vertical prison, it, he kind of starts to explain is a bit more like a... It's kind of like a weird experiment almost. But basically, yeah. each... Um, cellmate wakes up and they're in this room for one month and once a day for two minutes for each uh floor a food platform gets lowered down from the top and slowly works its way down to the bottom um and at the top kind of when the when the food is first kind of put on it's like this crazy spread of just like all the food you could ever want wine and just kind of like this amazing kind of you know, crazy amount of food to eat and impossible to do in two minutes. And it just keeps going down and down the platform. And so you, um, um, Goran kind of straight away says like, so we're getting like 42, that's like, you know, 84 people's kind of leftovers. And he's mm-hmm. like, uh, try not to think about that. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Cause as it goes down each level, the people kind of above will, eat what they want they'll trash stuff they'll kind of do real horrible things and just kind of be be real dicks to the people below them Mm. and um we quickly find out that kind of like that's the major thing with this movie that as the food goes down we get if you're in the lower platforms if you start to get to like the 80s or the 90s there is no food left on this platform and um his cellmate tells him that you're trapped in this room for one month and then after one month, you get gassed and get moved to a different platform. Mm. And it's luck of the draw where you get moved. You could be yeah, on you know, platform five or you could be on platform 105. And obviously, you're in a real bad place if you're in one of those low numbers. Mm. Um, and so this movie kind of, you know, that's the premise of this weird prison slash social experiment that's going on. And we basically get to see um, 
Gorin's kind of journey through this and kind of mm. him um, uh, going through kind of three or four different monthly cycles in this movie and kind of figuring out what is going on, meeting characters along the way and kind of um, we find out that each person seems to be serving some sort of sentence, um, whether it's something they agreed to do or whether it's something that they've kind of um, been forced into doing was kind of like not overly clear initially. Mm. But um, his cellmate initially kind of says, like, I've got two more months to go. And, like, yeah. he's just hoping that, like, he's pretty happy with, like, a low 40s because he's going to get fed. And then he's just hoping that the last month he's the same and he's not going to get put down to one of those real crazy levels. Yeah. And um, I guess one of the big kind of things to unravel in this movie is um, how many flaws there are to this prison mm. uh, because they they really don't know. I think he said, like, the lowest he'd gone was, like, 90 something his cellmate and kind of like they quickly discover that like there's more than that as well yeah and kind of like when you are on a lower level you look down and all you can see is like infinite other platforms um, themselves even so like yeah it's very unclear um as to how deep it goes and i guess the other thing is is that if yeah as the platform leaves your floor if you take any food off the platform you get either kind of boiled alive or frozen with like Mm. this weird kind of heating system that they have in place so it kind of deters you and it stops you from taking um food off yeah um but yeah i guess that's the the premise like i I went super in depth on the concept but i think this this movie is the concept you know this is something that is such a weird cool idea that like as we were getting into that first little bit of it and and we were really being schooled by the cellmate kind of giving us this information step by step like i have really and kind of, I just find it super interesting. And then mm. this movie then um, does go on to kind of give bigger meaning and bigger questions and kind of different things. But the the initial kind of setup and that concept was super sound for me. Yeah. And um, just like something that like I've never seen or thought I would want to see. And we're just like, but then the second they gave it to me, I was like, oh shit! Like this is this is this is something interesting. Yeah, I completely um, agree. Like the movie is the concept, and I think when mm. I'd seen the trailer prior to this, and and it does a good job of telling you that that's what the movie's about. But it's not until you actually watch it and you do get the kind of minutiae of what you're explaining. Where mm. like I love how upfront they are with all the rules, and obviously you don't, you kind of just believe in the guy because of, like I don't know why he would lie to us, but like it's I do like how they set up all these rules of like oh, okay, so yeah. there is actually a structure and meaning to this, and it's like. Um, you can really start to then think about what that would actually mean if you were there of like, oh, okay, so there's these lower floors. Because I like how I think our protagonist on one point says like, oh, no, you do know that like you can survive on just on water for 30 days. And then the guy's like, well, yeah, but then what happens if after 30 days you're on a, a level where you just don't get food again? Mm. <laughs> you know, so like that is that case of like maybe you could slum it for a month and hope that you get on one of the good floors after that. But the issue is, is that because of how many floors there are, like if you just get a bum number two months in a row, mm you kind of screwed at that point. Um, yeah. So and I found that aspect fascinating. You, you're kind of, um, you're looking at your cellmate as well and trying to figure yeah. out how fatigued you are and how fatigued they are. Yeah. Because kind of at, at some point, if things get desperate, you're going to become food for them and they're going to become food for you. And yeah, so there's this weird camaraderie between them when, yeah. when the going's good and then this real weird, like a live feeling when, uh, when, when the going's bad. 
yeah one of the only other rules that we get introduced to early on he says like your cellmate is your cellmate for the entire time yeah. unless either of you die or your sentence is up in which case mm. you'll be designated another cellmate so yeah i think that's another like you say a fascinating thing where you are in it together so mm. you do want to kind of befriend each other and you need to talk because like it is just it's an empty cell with like the most bare amenities you're allowed to take one item with you which is kind of like an interesting thing they use for that as well mm. um and then yeah other than that you're just stuck in this place and yeah one item it literally has a sink so you've got constant water you have a toilet and you have a hole in the floor um and a hole in the ceiling where the platform gets dropped once a day yeah um so, yeah it's it's, it's yeah. really like i i really thought that the the concept going in i was like oh, okay it's an interesting thing and i think um i, I was immediately thinking of like snowpiercer a lot mm. kind of when i just heard the premise and seen the trailer when you actually watch it it didn't remind me of that movie at all because that is more about class system and how kind of like the the rich and the famous or whatever are going to be at the front of the train and then it is going to be like the poor at the back whereas this movie is not really about that because of the random element which i really enjoyed because mm. what when you watch the trailer i didn't get a sense of that where i thought maybe it would be like you know people with money at the top or something along those lines yeah but it, it, it isn't that like the the, the actual uh, they call it the hole i think is the name of like the prison like that that yeah. does not care for that you know it's like no. listen if you're going to be on platform one or you're going to platform 100 that's just the but it, that's just it, the lottery. it does it, um i guess we'll come into it when we start to unpack the movie i'll come into yeah. the whole class side of things and how i like the message that it was given but i'll, I'll yeah. come to that when we get into our deeper thoughts on it but um yeah, I mean, do you want to give me your overall kind of thoughts on this one? Yeah, I'll say that as well that we'll probably go into spoilers a bit quicker than usual because obviously this has been around for a while. So I do think a lot yeah. of people have seen. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive into it, but we'll give our overall kind of thoughts on it. Then we'll we'll give a clear spoiler warning as always. Yeah, um, yeah, I was really surprised with this movie how much I enjoyed it. I, I ended up quite liking it quite a bit. Um, I have a couple of small issues with like stuff right at the end, um, which we'll get to. But like other than that, I was really in it. Where like you say, the the kind of second we're thrown in the prison, brilliant pace to this movie. Like we talk about that a lot, and it's always worth calling it out when it does it well, um, because it just starts and it's like right, you're in the prison, right? You, I've explained the rules. So I'm like, okay, this is really fascinating. Kind of, um, I I like the supernatural element to this movie as well which is just like the, the platform itself is super weird because yeah, it just kind of just floats. Like floats yeah and what i found um interesting about it for me watching it was how quickly my mind switched off and i didn't even care about it i was just like oh yeah that's the platform and then like i didn't I've notice for like a while yeah it's only now that i'm looking at the poster yeah, again I was, i'm like oh yeah this platform was literally just I was like halfway through the movie and i suddenly had in my head like how does this platform work and the next yeah. time it dropped as like, i just float so i was like okay yeah. <laughs> I, I love how that's almost not important. It, it's yeah. almost like because I, I obviously when they came up with this concept, they were like, right, would it be chains and pulleys? And it's like, well, no, you can't have that because people would climb them. And it's like, well, what if you had like a pole in the middle? Like, if you had any sort of rigging that connected the rooms, it would ruin the whole thing. Um, yeah. So I love the kind of what they went with was like, no, it is just this floating platform, and we're never going to explain what how it floats. So I, I really dug that aspect of it as well because it, again, it makes you just believe the concept. I didn't mm. care about the kind of like why it was happening i was just like nope i'm in it exactly um have you never yeah, seen no. it when you have those little blowy machines and they hold the little foam balls oh, yeah, up yeah. in the air that's, it's exactly that's, like that <laughs> that's exactly what it is mate 
Um, but yeah, like it's just, I don't know. I thought it was really, really cool. The movie had such a distinct style to it. It felt mm. so gritty and like horrible from the get go. And yeah. it was just like this dirty, smelly prison and kind of like you couldn't trust anyone and the people above you, especially because you just have that. The way it's shot is really interesting because it's never from the perspective of the people above in terms of like seeing their room. It's always no. like you're, you're kind of like looking up, just seeing these people looking down on you. So you're already know that like they 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 know they think they're better than you just well, they're on the, the, floor above. the view you get the the people above you can only really see a very limited space and it's only yeah. if they lean over to look at you that you can see them they you Otherwise, have you just privacy. See, like the whole yeah, yeah you have privacy from the people below you but mm. the but when you look down if you're at the people you're above you can see their entire cell and see yeah. what they're up to and like there's that kind of level of invasion for the people above as well which i thought was super interesting and shot really well yeah definitely like with these types of movies it's the small things that stand out because obviously mm. you've got the concept and i think the concept is fascinating so then it's how you build upon that and i i think this movie did a really good job of pulling pretty much everything out of this of kind of what you could throw at the movie what is going on like what would people come up with you know would there be a person that would be like no guys we need to be in this together and let's like you know start to ration this idea like the, mm. the movie tackles that really well and then you get like the absolute assholes who are just like oh i'm just going to wreck them the food because the hell of it and i don't even want to eat it and how that how the impact that would have the, the movie handles that really well like mm. there really isn't too many ideas that i kind of thought of while i'm watching it of like oh what if this guy did this that the movie didn't like like tackle head on and show me the repercussions of that um so i really liked that it was only mm. really the ending that i thought was it was really building towards like a really cool conclusion and i feel like the movie just ended a little bit short of that um not massively like i still thought it was all right but mm. it was like i really i just wanted a little bit more in the ending um which yeah i feel like we're saying a lot recently unfortunately um but definitely less of this movie because i still felt overall satisfied coming out of this mm. i was like man that was really interesting for a movie that i knew next to nothing about and maybe that was why i'm surprised because i didn't have any expectations for this in the slightest mm. um it was just a case of right it's on netflix and i'm gonna watch it and then i was kind of enamored with it really while it was on and just thought it was such an interesting story i really like to say we'll get into kind of what they do with the cellmates but what i appreciate about this where we talk a lot about indie movies where if they're set in this kind of like one location you have to keep it fresh and you have to keep changing kind of the script on you as a as a viewer yeah. we talk a lot about how you never want to feel safe and just be like right i know where this movie's going to go for the next 40 minutes and i never felt that way with this film i always was like man this has took another turn now okay this is going to be what this is about and they kind of they change up the the cellmates and the people that he's talking mm. to at a frequent enough rate where i was like always interested by it um so yeah i i, I really really like this movie what, what did you think of it yeah, I'm pretty much the same, man. Like, I love this movie um, mm. pr pretty much from the get-go. Like you say, this movie um, starts just with a bang. You know, we literally wake up in the room and then we just get this, uh, like, info dump of kind of the rules. But it was all super fascinating and really mm. fun. Um, this real interesting dynamic between the first two cellmates and kind of, you know, this kind of real untrust kind of you know that they have to begin with and then this bond that they start to grow and just kind of um you know instantly just when they're on this level 42 and kind of the people that are above them and like it, it, we see a character that like as the platform drops kind of like pisses all over the food mm. and you're just like oh if you're like a few levels below that you don't even know that's happened man like yeah. you're just eating that <laughs> you don't even know that's happened that was like one of the first things that crossed my mind yeah <laughs> and like 
and then you get to like level 90 and even if you know it's happened like food's food yeah. and like it's just um and you know like, that guy's done that because previously someone above him clearly did it so he's well, just like and, trying to get back at them and that's the part that like i do want to unpack and get into yeah. because this movie really gets into that messaging but yeah like just keeping on my overall thoughts for now like um the imagery of this movie i thought was absolutely fan- you know fantastic like you say from the platform to the way that like this food banquet's kind of um prepared we get like, these little vignettes of like this mm. kind of um kitchen that's preparing this food to like the proper highest standard ever to be put on this platform to get wrecked by all these people is is super interesting and kind I of absolutely like love those cutaways i thought mm. they were they really served such a good purpose in this mm. movie where it's such a filthy dirty movie mm. with so much happening i loved when the movie just took a moment to breathe and, and show us that yeah. food i really and we it. see that food in like its grossest form and then when yeah. you actually get to see it in the kitchen and how beautiful it is and i started to get like a bit hungry like seeing that <laughs> bit and then it would cut back to like them in level 42 and it's rank and they're just like eating this like congealed cake and i just like and like yeah like this movie proper made me feel gross at times and like you say it's just it's disgusting like the rooms and the way it looks and i think they like you say they pretty much nailed everything where they kind of nailed the initial concept they nailed the way this movie looked and feels and then the overall story i really enjoyed the journey um you know i can't disagree with you that the ending didn't kind of fully stick it for me but um I still like it didn't it didn't frustrate me and mm. I still like absolutely love this um it's it's one of these things where like my only real criticisms is it leaves me wanting more and I have more yeah. questions and that's never a negative thing you know it's that this movie did so many things and kind of you know even with that basic concept of being stuck in this cell with the same person I still had like a ton of questions about all these different characters that we get to meet along the way and kind mm. of their stories and just like the people that you just see for like a second i'm like you're interesting i'm like what the hell did you do in this cell like what 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 went down here like hang on a second and like i could i could handle like you know just seeing like more of this of just like this you know these different cells and what people do and kind of um you know the insanity that they go through through this one month regardless of whether they're um food rich or food poor you know because it it affects you negatively both sides of that Mm. um and i thought that was super interesting as well um so yeah like i just um i really like this movie i think um you know i i just saw like the imagery on netflix and i didn't really even look at the premise like i looked at it a tad but i didn't see a trailer or anything so yeah i I really like this i think um you know, I think kind of for quick recommendations, I think we will go into kind of some spoilers and stuff. Like, this is an absolute no-brainer, especially for something on Netflix. I think mm. as well, like, um, we spoke about it last week as well, but, like, these sorts of movies that are isolating right now when we're in lockdown, like, I thought was really interesting as well. And watching this movie when I'm kind of looking in my cupboards at home thinking, like, I could, could do some food right now. Mm. <laughs> like, um was was interesting and i think kind of like uh, added to it for me um yeah i wish i had some of that piss cake <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, like, that, that looked tasty <laughs> and yeah i just kind of like um yeah I, I pretty much just dug everything about it really and i think mm. like for, for like we've been giving netflix some shade recently and for them to yeah. throw something like this on here that's just like you know like so crazy and just like high level it's um did did you watch it dubbed or subtitled no i was just subtitled 
Yeah, I watched it dubbed. Oh, I'm glad you did because I wanted to yeah. know like different perspective. But so, did you so, change it, or was that like your default? My default was dubbed, and then about oh, yeah. about five minutes in, I paused it and was like, "Hang on, I thought this movie was subtitled." And then like, oh. um, and then I looked, and you could easily change it to the in, so mine it said like the original was like you know what, what language is it? This Spanish, is it, I um, believe. Spanish, yeah. yeah. Um, with English subtitles, and I put it on. But I'd already had five minutes of the dubbed voices, hmm. and like the and so I like our two lead characters had been talking maybe for ten minutes even, and like switching then to the the foreign language in a completely different voice threw me. So I went back to dubbed. It's and yeah, I thoroughly that, enjoyed it. It's it's fascinating that that was the the Default main for version me. for you because like mm. I'd heard that from some other people as well where they were like. Um, I, I watched it dubbed and that was just like the default setting for me and, mm. and we're not going into it I was already knowing that I was going to switch it on to subtitle because that's just the way I prefer it but then when it started it was just subtitle for me <laughs> from the mm. get-go um, so that's really bizarre to me that kind of it's different for it um, but yeah like I guess yeah how was it for you then because you don't watch traditionally too many movies dubbed do you? No, hardly, hardly ever. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of got used to it very quickly um, because the characters are kind of like so disgusting and there's not a mm. lot of like up close stuff of their face. Like um, the dub stuff really didn't bother me. I enjoyed kind of the, the voices that were put to the characters. They, they matched. Yeah. Um, and like I say, to the point that when, it, when I actually got the originals on there, it felt wrong. Um, and, and yeah, so I enjoyed it. And it got to the point that, I watched a couple of minutes of the subtitle and the reason why I switched back to dubbed was I was so into the um, imagery and everything that yeah, was like going on. Yeah. yeah. And because it was when he was still like explaining whilst eating. And I was like, mm. I don't want to have to like read and get taken away from this like disgusting montage <laughs> that I'm getting right now. I want to get back to the piss cake. So, <laughs> like, so that was, that's what switched me back to the dubbed. And yeah, I thought it was great. Like, um, yeah, like I say, usually not my preference at all. But um, yeah, I'm, I, you know, I'd recommend it that way. I think both ways are good. Mm. Um, you know, and I and I think it's it's great that they had all. You know, there was there was a ton of options when I looked. There were a ton of different languages for dubbed, and obviously like a ton of different subtitles. Yeah, um, which is just awesome to have that choice. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I think one of my biggest takeaways was kind of how easily and quickly I just forgot that I was watching a dub movie. And that's like the best part about any of the great mm. dub movies. I'm sorry, the subtitle, I mean, um, of any foreign language movie where it's like mm. with Parasite as well, you just you're so enamored with like the characters and the story. Yeah, you just forget that you're not even listening to your own like native language. And um, that definitely happened with this movie for me where I was just so like, man, I really want to know, like, oh, every time he got gassed, I was like, man, what number is he going to wake up on now? Like, oh, I was man. just really was the interested. Best in like, the story that i just kind of forgot that i was yeah. reading it as well when um, he gets knocked out and you're just like oh what floor is he <laughs> gonna be on now yeah you're like oh you like i kind of want to see what like one looks like but then i also want to see how far this goes down as well yeah um, yeah and they they did such a good job of giving you those answers as well definitely yeah and there's so much variety in it all um but yeah, you mentioned it about Netflix as well. Like, I definitely think this is the best Netflix movie since The Perfection for me, mm. which was like around about this time last year. I think it was like May last year. Yeah, it's been a while, out. hasn't it? Yeah, and like we've not again, we've not seen a huge amount. So there might have been a couple that we missed um, because obviously we don't watch a huge amount of Netflix stuff. But like, 
yeah, this is what I want to see from these streaming services, picking up weird, random stuff, and especially stuff um, from other countries as well. Like, I think we talk about it a lot on the show, but we've kind of been, this year in particular, 2020 has been great because this is now the third foreign language movie that we've seen. Um, mm. Obviously saw Parasite from South Korea, and then last week, um, watching a movie from Russia. Now I've seen a movie from Spain as well. Like, that's been awesome. Like, that's been... Mm. 2020 has been a weird year, but that's been like the one shining light, I think, because it was yeah, and they've really all been really good movies as well. Yeah, yeah, which is sick because we talk about that a lot. Where it's like, of course, the vast majority of movies that we're going to see is American horror movies, and we love mm. that. But like, yeah, I, I really want to see loads of different weird stuff um, from all around the world. And the, yeah, this ticks that box for me of like, this is the type of movie that I just wouldn't, I don't think would get made in America. Um, no, and that's why I like a movie like this. Mm. Um, but yeah, if, we, if we're in recommendations as well, highly recommend this for sure. Like you say, if you've already got Netflix and you want something different, um, I think this is fascinating on all, all levels. Like, I think the concept is absolutely brilliant. One of the best we've seen for a very long time. And I think they nail that. I always compare it to the don't breathe scale for my for my own personal preference of like, right, here's your concept. Are you going to squeeze every last little drop out of that concept mm. until the end in? And like, it's it got 99% of the way there for me of like, yep, you, you pretty much done everything I wanted with this weird, crazy platform concept. Um, definitely. So yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, definitely going into spoilers a bit earlier now because a lot of people mm -hmm. have seen it. Um, yeah, well, one thing I wanted to, there's so many different stuff to dive into, but I wanted to go straight to the kind of the female character in this movie. Um, yeah. We're kind of introduced to this woman who comes down on the platform, I think, initially. And uh, again, oh, and the, the first time she did that, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, was, I was like, what the hell is going to go down right now? <laughs> it was, and again, like, there's so many tense moments like that in this movie. Oh, 100%. This, this movie's really tense at times. And again, again, the way it's shot is so brilliantly because this platform, is is about probably three foot deep uh, like thickness wise thick yeah yeah you, you kind of as it slowly comes down you really have that moment of suspense of being like what on earth is going to be on this platform um like you just really don't know what to expect and yeah the first time you see like a person on it you're like okay what's going on i think the cellmate at the time kind of explains like who she is he explains maybe what she's quickly. doing yeah and was I, there a I thought, split second where you were like is she food yeah i was just kind of like what is going on like well i just immediately was like she's gonna attack them or something um i just thought she kinda... might have been chained there and they're like level 100 will be, yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um but uh yeah so you're kind of like what's going on and then he kind of quickly says this story which you're kind of like oh, okay it's fascinating yeah. because he says that she has a daughter um i think he says that or just a mm, child in general a child yeah and um he's like okay she's trying to find where this child is and so she's going to ride down the platform and then uh, and then he's like oh and also by the way she, she always tries to like get to see if she can be paired up in the cells so she just randomly kills her cellmate and yeah. i was like man that's harsh like well, what that's not really going to help your odds is it i mean i guess you got like a one chance then to find your child that way yeah but i reckon riding the platform down is probably the better shout because you can just see two people each yeah, platform but why, why not easy. buy you know two lottery tickets instead of one <laughs> exactly um so like it's an interesting concept and it was one that as the movie was going on um just to kind of jump all over the place now because we're in spoiler territory i was mm. like this is an interesting fred but i got a little bit bored of it towards the end when we hadn't had another reveal where it was just her kind of killing a lot of people um mm. and just kept popping up and i was like okay is she crazy is she not crazy and then we get introduced to the other woman who's kind of the in charge of or she was in charge of like um vetting people to go into the prison yeah. um she kind of says like yeah i met i put her in here 10 months ago she did not have a child 
And I was like, oh, okay, well, 10 months ago, you know, nine months pregnancy, she could have, you know, had a baby in the platform and something like that. So that's kind of where I was thinking of. And and then I was thinking crazy stuff like, well, you're allowed to take a luxury item. Did she take her child? Christ. Like all, of, <laughs> like all of these weird things are going through my head at this point. And, and I feel like the movie... It didn't. That storyline is the only one that didn't end satisfyingly for me personally. Because what actually happened to the woman? I'm struggling to remember now. They, we, we just kind of see her get killed as they're traveling down. Right. Okay. Because uh, yeah, there's a lot going on in that scene. Um, yeah. When they when they kind of t- make the decision that they're going to go all the way to the bottom. Mm. So is that why does she just get killed by like other people? Does she? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. She but gets yeah, killed then, by the guys that are kind of like um mess up our lead two that are riding the platform down as well because they get proper messed up in that scene yeah. as well fair enough so i was kind of like oh, okay she's gone now and then that's not been resolved and then of course then we get the reveal that there is a kid like right mm. at the bottom on something like 300 or something crazy yeah, um, 230 or something isn't it? Yeah. yeah and so i was like oh, okay that's weird and when i first watched it i was like oh this is a bit annoying because i was like no way would this kid be alive this far down without food and then i started to think about it again i was like well actually maybe she was always just on like the first five levels every single time and that's why this woman you know i love the idea that her. you can yeah. yeah you can only go down you can't go up so like if the girl was always above her exactly. she was just never gonna find her so then i started to think about it i was like actually it's pretty cool um and then yeah then i was like well how would she still be alive on the bottom and i was like well no she's only just been put here like yeah she's only like a few days in yeah because it was when the guy had just been um paired with like the religious guy who was trying to climb mm. up the rope um who i loved by the way he was um, fantastic yeah yeah i got I, I wish they'd have got to him sooner because i thought he was awesome um mm. And I think the other aspect of why I was disappointed was because prior to that, it's probably my favorite scenes of the whole movie. When, when they make the decision to ride the platform down, I was like, yeah, Hell yeah it's so let's good. Go. Yeah. Yeah, and I loved all those scenes. And then when they meet the guy who's like, you need to have a message, you know, yeah. you can't just ride down. And then when they get this concept that they're going to keep this dessert perfectly in uh-huh. place, I absolutely love. What does he keep saying? Point? Is it Pavlova or something? He's like something the Pavlova. Like the the, the, the Panacotta is. is the message. Yeah, yeah. Oh and like, God. like I was like, I was so invested at this point where oh, I was like, I, was... I just, I just want these guys to like deliver this perfect food and just to see their face. And so then, then when the movie took the line of being like, oh no, this girl has to eat, and then they just let her eat it. Maybe that's just me being heartless. But I was like, you ruined the message. <laughs> like, and then obviously they like transition away, and they're like, mm. no, actually the girl is the message. And then, and then that's when I like i said for me the movie ends a bit abruptly because the girl just gets sent up and the movie ends and i kind of did want to see the resolution of that but like just prior to that i was like so involved in all that stuff but um what did you make of that aspect of it with the kind of the woman the daughter and all that stuff it's difficult i i she definitely got finished off quickly but then it served the purpose because she needed to be dead for her daughter reveal to hit home even harder yeah so like i can understand why they did it um and I think kind of like trend, like the the idea of them kind of getting to that bottom floor, clearing it all the food off, and then being like um, leaving that one perfect dish on there and bring back to them, be like "f mm. you, we didn't eat it." <laughs> is like does feel like a stronger message. Yeah, but definitely. then like um, the whole the whole point of this kind of experiment because it's more of a social experiment. People are going in there voluntarily. Mm. um and getting like like money or reward at the end of it yeah there's like punishment and there's also people that are doing it and saying right you know like our lead character it seems to be getting a degree like out of it they're basically saying like if you if you survive for your 10 months or whatever we'll give you any degree that you want (laughs) which is just like okay 
Um, Terrible deal, mate. You're still not going to be able to get a job. Yeah, exactly. You're still <laughs> thick as shit. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and, like, I love the fact that, like, that is a message um, being, like, no, we've just passed it up and everyone else has passed it up because we don't want that. But then, mm. like, the whole idea of this kind of concept is this humanity side of it. Like, if you're on level 42, you're looking up at those people, like, being like, why are you dicks? And then when you're on level 5 or level 1, you're like, ah, I'm God. Yeah. Like, I am going to record of your lives for this month and have the best time of my life because next month I'm going to be slumming it again and then I'm going to be shot on by someone. Because um, our character says, Literally. like, a great li- <laughs> line where she, they're, like... Um, uh the people below are like she's saying like ration the food ration the food and they're like no we're screw you we're not going to ration the food like we've got food this month why would we do that and he's like look i will share all over this this banquet every day uh for this month unless you agree to ration and they're like okay sorry sorry (laughs) and then she's like okay how do we persuade the people upstairs and he's like they won't listen to me and she's like why he's like i can't shit upwards (laughs) and like it's fantastic that's exactly right Mm-hmm. and um and i love the concept like you say something uh what was it you compared it to oh, oh um, snowpiercer, the film. snowpiercer. Yeah. like is it, instead of being like snowpiercer where the class is very defined it is that one month you could be floor number one next mm. month you could be floor 150 um but your your motivation changes instantly depending on yeah. what floor you're on and kind of as our characters make that descent people are saying like I, I love what you're doing, mate, but I'm on level 20 right now. Like, I want to enjoy this month. Why didn't you do this last month when I was on yeah. level 72? Yeah. Because they're not willing to give up what they have in the moment mm-hmm. to help people that are suffering in the moment because they're worried that they might suffer again in the future and they know they have suffered in the past. Yeah. And, like, I love that as a concept and, like, thinking, like, oh, my God, like, that's genius because that's exactly where people's minds would be at for in, on, in the majority and that yeah. is where we're at in the like in our you know in our own heads that like you know you kind of you have what you got and you're, you you kind of very rarely do you justify you know we're getting it a lot right now being in lockdown that kind of the super rich and the kind of you know the the celebrity and athletes and stuff are being kind of criticized for not gifting as much even though they are gifting and then like you know people that are at home that are somewhat comfortable what are they gifting and then the people that have nothing need the gifts do you know what i mean Mm. and it's like we're getting that right now and it's it's seeing that in this movie is like fascinating that yeah as soon as your perspective shifts you your mind you 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 shift as a person as well yeah Um, it was brilliant yeah i loved all of that they kind of say like yeah they prepare enough food for everyone to eat Mm. like if everyone just ate as much as they needed to survive everyone would be able to eat every single month yeah of course every like that's at least like early on we figure out that there's kind of like at least 100 floors um oh we're already in spoilers at this point so yeah we know it's way more than that um but like yeah let's just say that there's like at least 500 people that need to eat like they can all eat but like Mm. even the way they've got it set up yeah even if you're past like floor you know 50 60 like you're gonna struggle and it really is brilliant that like people don't remember that mindset of last month they're like well listen i just need to look out for myself right now whereas oh, and it is it is just like it is so crazy like when you get into that deeper message because mm. that's so true like in the you know like in the world and kind of like that you know this top kind of you know 20 percent eats enough for the 100 percent of the world right now and yeah. it's kind of like it is crazy and like how they portray that in this movie in such a such a clever way that's like literally here's this slab of food and just share it guys and they just yeah. can't 
Yeah, um, I think this to me is like a classic horror movie where it's yeah. like you have a really entertaining horror movie, but mm. its message is very much um, something that's important today and has meaning. And I, mm. and I think that they take that and repackage it as a very entertaining horror movie. And I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and I do think kind of, you know, with the whole girl thing, them giving them yeah. like sacrificing that message for her, I enjoyed in the moment. But when she kind of shoots up on the platform at the end of the movie, I'm like, she could have just done that herself. Like, they don't know what has happened to get her to kind of do that. It wasn't like she was trapped or anything and they freed her. What what was stopping anyone kind of just staying on the platform and riding it back up to the top? Yeah, well, also, do, do you know what I mean? like, like, because she was on the bottom anyway. So hmm. that day or whatever, or any day, she could have just hopped on the platform. And yeah, exactly. Not- you know it's not like the people up top know what these two guys went through to do that yeah so, yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah that that is where the only part of the movie where i am like disappointed because i mm. was they 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 did such a good job of making me believe in what their message was throughout the movie you know mm. the panna cotta was the message and so yeah <laughs> once once they kind of steered mm. away from that that was where i was disappointed but um mm. obviously with with the daughter stuff like do you even care like who she is and why she's there because obviously we were presenting no. a lot of options in the movie and it and it seems like it's very hard to decipher what actually happened because someone must have told us false information because yeah. the woman said she didn't have a daughter. Yeah, and I, was well, I like, think she was full of it. Yeah, and then like I was like, well, maybe she had a baby, but it wasn't a baby. It was clearly someone who was older than ten months. So, mm. what, what was going on there? Like, do you do you even care? Do you just think, oh, she just had a daughter? Like, do you think she brought her in as a gift, or what? Like, what do you think is going on there? Or do you just not really care? Yeah, I didn't overly care. Um, I think you know that that is part of the reason why that final part of it didn't sit great yeah. with me. Like, when they gave her the food, I was on board with it. But then, yeah, like I say, when she kind of shot up, I was like, hmm. Like, that wasn't quite what I would have, you know, wanted. It wasn't quite satisfying. But ultimately, um, I just enjoyed the journey and, mm. like, um, enjoyed the fact that he's, like, down there. Um, I would have, because I would have liked there to have been a reason as to why someone couldn't have just rode it up. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and almost kind of... Um, you know, why it was only the food that could be on there, you know, and I think kind of that, that kind of makes sense. But, um, you know, I, I thought, you know, the way, you know, it didn't, it didn't end and have me kind of thinking negative thoughts with the ending. It just kind of ended. And then I just remember the rest of the movie and the ending just kind of faded quite quickly. I think that's where it kind of sat for me. It's interesting you say about the whole the platform um, riding it up because, yeah, we talk a lot about the rules and how they're very careful and they lay them out and they're all really interesting and make a lot of sense. But they, they don't ever say that, like, you can't go on the platform. Mm. So, obviously, when we see the girl ride down initially, you're like, oh, okay, you're allowed to ride it down. Obviously, you shouldn't because you're not really benefiting anything from that. You're just going lower down. But then also, yeah, the aspect of what happens in the finale, at no point do they say that you can't ride it down to then be shot up. So, like, mm. what what does that mean? Like, uh, are we just saying that you you'll probably die because of how quickly it shoots up? So, well, in that case, did I the girl just of, die? <laughs> that's what I kind of hoped was because mm. the speed that it went flying up when we yeah. first see it fly up, I was like, "Whoa, shit!" Okay, yeah, you would just die because so there's no yeah. Point. And I was like, "Well, there'd be no no air because you'd be moving so quick, and so like, yeah, you'd, you'd suffocate by the time you get to the top." And that's what I just kind of assumed. And then, yeah, the fact that she could ride it up and seemed like she was surviving it kind of went against that whereas yeah if that had just been the food in the glass kind of thing and then just kind of like it shooting up and then being like 
you know, I mean, to be fair, when it hit, when it comes to a stop, that thing would have splattered on the ceiling. And then yeah. it'd be like, oh, there's a little bit of leftovers, never mind. <laughs> but I wonder if that's how they do it. You know, if it is a case of like, well, if you just ride it up, you're just going to be splattered into like a brick wall or something. Because, yeah. yeah, we never really, we don't see exactly at the top, do we? Which I think was a little bit frustrating. Like, mm. I wanted to see what actually happened right at the top. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, it is weird. Like, the, the ending it. is disappointing. Yeah, yeah, because I kind of felt like the, the the speed that it shot up was to stop people riding yeah. it up, and they were saying like, "You can go down all you want. Yeah. Like if if you're on level five and you want to go down to level hundred, you have at it, mate. But you can, and it's almost like you know that's kind of like this deeper message as well, where like you know you can you can drop lower, but to mm. climb higher is impossible. And yeah. like, but then it kind of seems at the end like it was that it was, and like um. Yeah, I, I kind of would have preferred this idea that when the platform shoots up, it shoots up at such a speed that you just get obliterated. Um, I wonder if they're trying to maybe say, like, oh, because it's a child and not an adult, maybe somehow they could withstand it? Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I do I do kind of feel, I wonder if any listeners, because I, I do feel like probably that final message didn't sit with both of us. Mm. Um, and I feel like there probably was one there that we are glaringly missing. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, it just... They yeah, just said, like, she was the bit. message. Like, I think in, in their mind, when they said that and they gave her the food to survive, their idea was, we're going to present this child who has been, like, untouched and somehow survived from the absolute lowest well, depths. And, and I think as well, the fact that um, the second someone holds, like, he holds an apple early early on yeah. and the, the system kind of knows that, like, they must be being monitored. Mm. So I wonder if they're just saying, look, we went through all this hell not to give you a middle finger because giving you a middle finger is just like the people above us yeah. giving us the middle finger. No, we're not going to do that. We'll sacrifice this food because we're going to save this girl's life because ultimately saving her life is more important than our message because yeah. our dumb message is just, you know, sending that food upwards is just the same as shitting downwards. <laughs> yeah, and kinda, I did love it though. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I think kind of, I wonder if that is where they were coming from with it. Um, but yeah, it just kind of, I don't know, like, um, the way that she got sent up so easy, like I say, what was stop her just climbing on that, that day mm. anyway? Um, yeah. I would have liked it maybe if she was kind of like every, um, time she was almost like chained so she couldn't reach the platform. Mm. So she was chained enough so she could reach the food, right. but she worked, she couldn't get to the platform. If there was something like that, um, but I don't think there was anything like that. She wasn't harnessed. She wasn't kind of like chained in any way, was she? No, because like, again, like why she was just like they? hiding under the bed. But yeah, just something like that. Well, because like I will, you know, this whole minutiae of the woman searching for the daughter and that having her as this like prisoner, actually, you know, an actual prisoner mm. would have would have been interesting. But that wasn't really what they went for. Well, that's why it's just so confusing. Because like, was she mm. a prisoner? You know, like she didn't have a cellmate. She kind of there was a lot of different things rules wise that didn't really make sense with her to me. So that's why it was just weird. Where I was like, mm. okay, she's just been presented to us now at the end of the movie. But yeah, I was a bit confused with her role in it. But mm. overall, yeah, f such a great movie. I think it's really fascinating. Really enjoyed watching. It's definitely one of those ones that like the more you talk about it, the more you realize how interesting it is. Yeah, um, I'm already like, I I kind of want to watch this movie again. Just having this discussion. Yeah, and I would definitely want to watch it again, knowing everything we know as well, just mm. to kind of see it all and see all those different turns. And there's so many different characters that we didn't even talk about as well, right? I think yeah. it really is 
just there's a lot of interesting stuff going on here like you said the guy who he meets at the end as well the religious guy who obviously Mm. has a rope so was that Mm. his was that his luxury item that was his luxury item yeah so why did he bring that in then did do you reckon he chose to go in there because then he was trying to like he wanted to break the system yeah like that was his goal from day one was like i'm gonna go in there i'm gonna gonna use people's like goodwill to get to the top and then somehow stop this well it's kind of like this whole ascension to god isn't it because he's very Mm. religious and he wants to ascend to the top to see who the people are that's like like you know because these people are gods that are making this food and, and yeah. sending it down you know it's kind of like you know that's why there's all these different kind of meanings to it really and when you get to his side of it i enjoyed when he said to um was it his first i can't remember who it was now but one of the roommates where he was like oh so you believe in god and he's like i do this month because he's like yeah. on a good floor and <laughs> yeah. there are so many great lines yeah definitely. Oh, obviously there are yeah right <laughs> yeah it was really yeah that was good it was like again i appreciate that they were able to get like humor in there as well which is awesome um he was such a dick that first roommate yeah he really was like such a dick the the (laughs) second when he turns as well and he's just kind of like listen i didn't want to do this but like i know that we're both gonna get weak and frail and you're younger and stronger than me so i'm gonna have to turn first yeah i'm more fatigued and yeah (laughs) and like the whole story he told with the knife and everything which is brilliant Mm. like when he was like about the shopping channel and everything else and like when he's like i'll only cut off a little bit of you and i'll give you some so you can live as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah i love that he's like look and then then because that that was his penultimate month wasn't it then he's like then let's just hope we have the good life for the final final one (laughs) yeah we'll just forget about it so we'll just wake up and have like no leg left and you'll be like well <laughs> i got half the leg let's, let's yeah. tuck in then <laughs> yeah, i love i loved all of it it was good yeah yeah it was a really good it was a really good film um, oh, i was man it was yeah i needed this i didn't yeah. know i needed this but i needed no it. no they're, they're the best ones um, mm. but yeah that was our discussion of the platform we would take a short break and we will be right back So yeah, to sort of end us this week, um, the interesting one that I teased at the start of the show, um, finally watched that trailer, which yeah, just seems, did. it seems weird, like coming out of it now, I'm kind of like, man, why, why was I so pent up about it? Like I've seen it and I, I can just carry on living my life like I'm a normal human yeah. being. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's what normal human beings do, bro. <laughs> like, I really feel like this is more of like a social commentary on you. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. Else. Oh yeah, just like my kind of crazy spoiler culture, just like turn yeah. up to eleven. But um, yeah, yeah we're yeah, gonna like, talk oh, about that. I saw a trailer. It had some stuff in it. There was some stuff I didn't need to see, but you know, it was a trailer. Fine. And then you moved oh, on. Yeah, with your life. We'll, we'll we'll get into it now because I have some yeah. things to say. But um, so yeah, like we're gonna talk about the Quiet Place Two trailer. So if you're like crazy like me and don't want to know anything, um, thanks for <laughs> listening. Um, but we're gonna get into it. Um, yeah, like what's crazy to what's crazy to me is i don't think it was spoilery at all um i did tell you this it wasn't crazy spoilery. did you did you though i don't know i'm I'm blaming you for this right right. (laughs) i'm just gonna unpack one thing right now bro is that a spoiler to most human beings is not what a spoiler is to you so i said to you this is not that spoilery but i don't know how you'll react to this because you're a crazy person (laughs) (laughs) like no, I think Emily this is like one of the tamest up, ones we've ever seen. Like, I'd be like, I don't know if Matt thinks it's a spoiler. Like, yeah. <laughs> What's crazy is I'd seen, like, I'd already seen a screenshot that was like more spoilery than pretty much anything in this trailer. Um, awesome. 
so there's the full trailer and then there was like a little 30 second spot that they released as well that i think it was kind of attached to it as like the final trailer going into release mm. um so i don't know if you saw that as well um i think i did i'm not sure i haven't yeah. been hiding from it so i think i it's, probably would have seen it yeah cinema. so the bit the bit of the start which is kind of day one um mm. where it's like them in the car and they say like oh there's dad but then you they don't show john yeah like the actual clip you do see john krasinski in the street and then like a one of the monsters like lands on a car oh um, yeah i've seen that yeah yeah that's like pretty much it it's a very very short mm. scene um so it kind of shows that he's like actually going to be acting in the movie and that's like one of the only things i'd consider like even remotely a spoiler which i kind of assumed that he would be in it in some capacity um mm. i hope that he wasn't i think i've said about that time and time again that when you have these emotional character deaths like i want them to stay the way they are to keep that emotional resonance so i didn't want to see him in flashbacks at all um i think um it depends on how it's done if there mm. are like multiple flashbacks but like this whole seeing day one yeah. like i really want to see day one of what happens mm. when shit goes down and so like i'm happy to see him and get that emotional hit of seeing him during day one what i don't then want is for the rest of the movie her to have these flashbacks so like oh I remember day 30 <laughs> when we went to the mall for the first time and then he's like rocking up there with a little beard like i don't want that like i'm happy if it's just day one that's fine yeah because obviously we get there the child as well who obviously dies in the opening mm. scene is there as well so then you kind of have these like two characters that had these like incredibly emotional deaths and it, it is bizarre seeing them and it's definitely there to hit you in the in the kind of the emotion straight away um but uh yeah no i I liked the trailer like i thought it was pretty Mm. cool and like you say it it didn't give away too much like the actual stuff set after a quiet place was very tame and what you'd expect is kind of them just continuing to live their lives and some stuff Mm. happens that you would expect in the apocalypse i think my biggest takeaway from the trailer kind of as someone who knew the cast um so i knew that one killian murphy was in it um definitely gets me more excited for the movie seeing him um i think that instantly seeing him in the trailer was so much more impactful than i thought knowing that like i knew he was in the movie and and still seeing him in the trailer where i was like man the the fact that this is kind of it really does feel like this awesome throwback and coming full circle from 28 days later this kind of like guy who was in this movie so long ago and has and has went on to have this incredible film career and he and and overall career and now he's back in this really Mm. similar role like there's even a bit where he's walking along like an abandoned bridge which surely is like an exact kind of um homage to 28 days later um but yeah like those were the bits that excited me the most i want to know more about his character um i want to know what the hell he's going on in this world that yeah we like get some little bits in this trailer kind yeah. of you know, he has like a friend and another friend in the yeah the children well. in the closet like kind of mm. what's going on there like i just can't wait i can't believe that we got it taken away so soon yeah um but yeah like overall thoughts though like i liked the trailer a lot i didn't think it was like an amazing trailer because it was kind of what you would expect as someone who's like spent all this time avoiding it because i thought it'd be some like crazy special thing it it wasn't it was just a good trailer for a movie that i'm excited for um which i think it was it was never really going to be anything more than that i've probably built it up on on you know unfairly well Um, i was gonna say i think if you wait four months to watch any trailer you're gonna get (laughs) some resolution but i think that um I, I thought it was a real good trailer at the time, and I think it, yeah. it did exactly what you wanted to do. Get you super pumped for it. It showed you a lot of different things and gave you a lot of different kind of questions, but didn't give you any of these crazy spoilery answers. 
No, that, that, what I liked as well is obviously because you have like the initial flashback of the day one, but other than that, it does seem like we're seeing the first act of a movie which clearly takes place after mm. this first movie. It's like yeah. them having to leave the farm without John because it's all gone to shit, and then yeah. they stumble across Killian's character, and then yeah. they're introduced to him, and then that's going to be kind of like the initial act one of the sequel, um, and that's kind of what we get in the trailer, and there's plenty of action in there. This is a bloody yeah. action-packed trailer as well. And then like, it's just there's... like, when does he turn evil? Yeah, I know, and I really don't want him to. Um, what's interesting as well is um, in the trailer because you might have forgotten if you've not seen it for a little bit. It seems like we're getting Killian flashbacks as well. Yeah, um, well, that's what I was going to say because it's him with the other guy and like the children that, and and also him running across like the field under like yes, a washing line, monsters, and that yeah. looks like day one. So I wonder if they kind of recount their day one stories to each other. Yeah, and that's kind of how we get that flashback, uh, or whether we get. I, I kind of feel like the movie opens with the. Um, john krasinski flashback and then maybe later on we get the killian murphy flashback yeah it'd be interesting to see how they do that but yeah it's, mm. it's kind of kind of i thought that bit was interesting because i was like oh, okay they mm. are really adding depth to this character as well he's not just kind of there as the kind of like what like obviously you said it as a joke like before he turns evil but like what do you actually expect from him in this movie because i don't even know I, man like i really don't want him to turn evil <laughs> i mean both are very difficult to like mm. accept without seeing it because obviously him turning evil is like the obvious thing and kind of like the way he looks and the way he's kind of shifty and stuff um you know I, I i kind of feel like they were trying to give you that vibe in the trailer but then like um his beard can't compete with john krasinski's like he can't <laughs> he can't just step in and be the man well, of the house now. i'm gonna have to like... see the movie i'm gonna have to see the movie <laughs> first before i can make judgment <laughs> like so that that feels wrong as well like i don't really know how it's going to go down um you know i don't like, see him like he, that as like a romantic no not so. no not necessarily a romantic one just like if he takes that yeah not not like this love interest but he mm. kind of takes that mantle like that would feel odd like um, the protector see, of the family yeah and mm. like um yeah disingenuous to the way that like, the first movie ended and i think kind of if he dies, then, like, does that become, like, the only way he can die in this movie is either being evil and getting killed or sacrificing himself, which would not have the same impact as the first movie. So it's just, there are a ton of different things there, but, like... What um, about if he just lives a happily life? Yeah, you know, that's that's (laughs) an option. Um, But, yeah, I'm just kind of, like... I was enamoured by the trailer, and I'm I'm just, like... It gave me exactly what I wanted, where it showed me that there's a quiet place too that i absolutely want to see and cannot wait to see and that's mm. that's ultimately where i kind of landed on the trailer i mean you, you can't really ask for more than that really no, <laughs> no i would say that i'm not there i i liked it a lot and i think that um i i just i don't know if it's a, again we talk about this a lot with the show where there's just so many of these movies where i don't know if i need a sequel um and yeah, I'm obviously going to watch it. I'm obviously very excited for it, but it, it didn't kind of, yeah, it didn't win me over the way it did you in the sense of like, oh yeah, this is definitely a world that I need to see more of. Um, I, I just love that first story and the way it ended. I could kind of, I could make my own assumptions and, and seeing it is great for sure. Don't get me wrong. Like we're spoiled that we're getting the sequel. Definitely. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'm still pumped for it, but it's kind of like, man, that first movie is just so magical and special. And it always has that like worry to me of like, can they still achieve that magic? Oh yeah. But this, this is a first step was, was as good a first step as I could hope for where I'm yeah. seeing this and I'm like, this is what I want and this is what I like, you know, and this is cool. But yeah. Yeah. September. I'm, I'm, yeah. 
yeah i was gonna say we'll get it eventually um (laughs) when hopefully there's some sort of normality but yeah it was cool to see it like after all this time it was a weird one now like like i say that was my main thought when i watched it of like i've just seen it now that's weird isn't it (laughs) you know like that feeling we get when it's like when we see a movie that we're really looking forward to like (laughs) i got that with the trailer of just like yep i've seen it now (laughs) you're such a goddamn crazy person (laughs) i know (laughs) i love it so much um but yeah, we, we remember that Candyman trailer and that Spiral trailer. Woo-wee. We've got we've oh. some good trailers this year, man. Imagine the movies that we would have seen by now. I know. <laughs> That's so frustrating. <laughs> we're just slowly, like, we're just trying to put on, like, we're just that meme where it's like we've got the crying face with, like, the happy <laughs> face in front of it. Yeah. Like, that's just us at the minute. I'm just Joey staring out of that fake oh, yeah. window and friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I am. Brilliant. <laughs> There's a deep uh, cut for, for our horror fans. <laughs> yeah, they'll love it. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it for us this week. I, I feel like, like that's a good way to end it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you can keep your crazy, like, whatever old batshit stuff you've been watching for next week. Um, oh, I will. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't really... And yeah, we'll have to figure out what we're watching next week as well. Because there's a few things on the back burner. I mean, all I'm going to say is I want you to watch Basket Case. I feel like this is oh. one that I need you to watch, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, next week I want you to have watched Basket Case 1 yeah i will see about that well, one thing i will say actually just as a random aside because we talked about it with why don't you die last week about how it's obviously on the arrow video channel mm. um they are offering a 30-day free trial right right now mm. for new members um, yeah i did see so that. I, i'm probably going to sign up to that re- um relatively soon just to check out what's on there because like you say they, they really even just glancing at it like they have mm. such a good selection of like these old random stuff on there like i already checked microwave massacre is on there so it passes yeah. the check um but yeah like it, it is a really good option of, like, it's, if you it's don't a want to pretty buy it's a pretty complete collection of what they have when no, i last really went good on there. really good yeah, I, was, um, I only had a quick look at it but i was pleasantly yeah. surprised yeah because i i did subscribe for a little while but then it got mm. to the point that i was buying the blu-rays and yeah. subscribing and i was like well i can't do both and i'm just gonna keep these pretty blu-rays so i guess that's what i'll do yeah it, so, it yeah, became definitely... more and more difficult to justify those purchases <laughs> when i was getting it as part of my subscription <laughs> yeah I, I wonder if there's any extras on there because i feel like there probably isn't um and that's definitely no. one of the things that would that would warrant buying i mean i guess releases. it's just like the old thing uh oh you mean like the oh the the blu-ray extras on there and yeah stuff. There, there is the odd one that has them oh is there oh, okay yeah cool. i'm pretty sure because yeah. yeah obviously we talk about them time and time again but so many of the releases like that's the best part mm-hmm. is seeing all these crazy like making ofs and stuff like the like all the carry stuff was like incredible and the candy man stuff so like i'm curious if they offer that on there as well because if they do that's incredible um, yeah because that's like one of the best things about disney plus i think is that they have a really good selection of special features and i wish netflix did more stuff like that like for their originals like stuff like stranger things they need to have like the making ofs and all of the cast re- like yeah. interviews with the cast and stuff like i really want to see that for for the best stuff on netflix um Definitely. like all that all the making of stuff for haunted of hill house like that should be on netflix and i don't think <laughs> it is so. no it really should be yeah it's a shame um but yeah that was episode 194 where we talked about the platform uh thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon see you later everyone I'm